I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. Unplanned Trek. I'll give you a guy's account down when we're about to press play. David, we don't know each other, but you're the coolest person I've ever been on a Zoom call with. Just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> like well, this. I appreciate it. It's time for Unplanned Treks. Fifty Shades of Trek. If you want to watch along, that's fine. Just press play when I finish singing this line. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, jam eaters and jam munchers. My name is Isaac. I am one half of the Unplanned Trek duo. And today we are watching the next generation Starship Mine because if Die Hard is a Christmas movie and Space Die Hard is this episode, then this episode is therefore a Christmas movie. For this really weird and unhinged look at this episode, I am joined by a cast of thousands from around the globe. First, we had Kaki from Joy of Trek. How are you today, Kaki? Ahoy, fellow <laughs> saddle stealers. Probably should have prepared something. I'm doing fine, thank you. Hello. <laughs> no, no, that was better than mine. That was fantastic. <laughs> We've also got Mr. Goodwill from the Trickin' Up North podcast. Now I have Earl Grey. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we have Jack from Let's Talk About Tricks. Hello there. I'm all set for today's scheduled very on this week. It's fantastic. And Mark is with us as well from the Shuttle Pod Show. Hello, Mark. Hi, I'm actually just here to make sure that you're getting some shit done. Uh, I have, I've been hearing rumors in the office that you're lagging on delivering episodes. So Prepare to be disappointed. To be honest, <laughs> I haven't even looked at the screen yet. I've also got Jack next to me as well, who is from Two Minute Trek. Hello, so, Jack. are we Two Minute Trek, or are we Unplanned Trek plus Two Minute Trek? Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of both. So, um, guys... Um, what we're doing is a live rewatch of, of it now. So with introductions, I've missed the first uh, couple of minutes. What are we doing, yeah. guys? We're in the turbo lift at the moment. Yes. And Did is you see that opening shot of the, 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 the big D in the sort of wedged between the two plates of the toaster oven that it's in? So glorious. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. A, a D toaster. I love that. Oh, and now we're learning about how to fill uncomfortable silences. Does anybody here, you know, have any experience filling silence? Wow. Isaac, you gave us all this, all this sort of warning about how to avoid, like, talking over each other. We kind of have the opposite problem here. Uh, I don't know what you mean. Nope. Just solve that one. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> For, for something that calls itself a turbo lift, it's incredibly slow at times. Like, it's exactly the speed of plot. That's exactly how it's, fast the turbo lift It's the exposition <laughs> lift. What are you on about? <laughs> the plot <laughs> development shaft. They're doing it. They're doing the thing that you told us not to do. Oh, after you. After you. No, you spoke first. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So when am I going to go to Nakatomi Plaza? <laughs> it's called tenfold in this episode <laughs> it, would be, it would be so good if alan rickman just turned up <laughs> captain picard yeah. so it's pronounced leviosa <laughs> so as you guys know I've, I've asked for um some live tweets during this and I have been um, given a tweet from uh, Melissa A. Nathan. Um, just trying to find it, sorry. The one is of life. Okay, too bad I have to work, but I did rewatch it a couple of months ago when, when we did our episode about it, because we've actually done this on Unplayed Trek before. Um, Melissa still thinks that Riker and Troy should have gotten a Mourn Hub medal point, which we didn't give that week. So be on the lookout for that. Also, I would encourage you guys when we get to the scene with Hutch to watch the scene 
from Hutch's perspective because the whole crew made oh. fun of him. But I think mm. if you watch this movie from Hutch's perspective, everyone yeah. on in on the on our traditional crew are bastards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They spend the whole time nagging him. Yeah. 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 No and one, what's he no doing? Like he's that. throwing a party for people. Correct. Yeah. Let's celebrate. Oh, let's make fun of this guy. And then they and then they uh they actually do they make fun of him in front of him, which is great. Yes, that's that. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um in fact, it's like I've only got room for six friends. I'm not, I'm not talking to anyone that's not in the in the main cast. <laughs> oh, it's already the, kind um, of lonely to see those displays off. Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. got the vibe of um, the last two episodes of Picard, doesn't it? The, the looking at the bridge for the first or last time, depending on how time works. Did they use Picard the size? Picard size. Appreciating the fact that this ship has got a carpet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Take your take your shoes off and like make fists yeah. with your toes like John McClane. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You yes. should totally do that. Yeah. He's wearing too much clothes for a diehard movie too. <laughs> Just that's pulling yeah. down a white vest. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, look at him all maudlin and melancholy. Yeah. And here he comes. I think Tuvok's about to come on the bridge. Yeah. There he is, no. Tuvok. Is, it? is that this really? episode? <laughs> yep, there he is. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Tuvok takes over a lot of shit, doesn't he? He also takes over yeah. Deep Space Nine. He Does he? Oh, yes, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Klingon. He's in a movie as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's in, he's in one of the movies. He's also in the mirror episode of DS9. He's on the Enterprise yes. B in yeah. Generations. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's he's yeah. renowned for being on both the Excelsior and the Enterprise B at the same time. It's a it was two Vix. He's also one of the oh, many crew members on, on the Marquee ship that were were spies. Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. before us was a spy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Chakotay says, Was anyone on my ship actually working for me? And everyone's like, <laughs> God, guys, it, it's been like 36 years and I'm still in awe of these this introduction, like this this whole opening credits. Just I know. watching the Enterprise. It's Industrial still to this magic, They worked for their money. Yeah. Did you guys duck when the ship flies over your shoulder? Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also hold my breath when someone in a movie is like swimming underwater. Mm. Oh, mm. okay. It always killed me. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say Jaws probably wasn't a good movie for you. <laughs> the Abyss must have been difficult. Need a bigger boat. It was difficult for everyone, reportedly. Well, that's, that's true. It always um, bothered me uh, with the original series where the Enterprise is like flying an angle towards you, and I'm just like, uh, how is that like? Yeah, I, I still love like they they put a. Um, a little bit of cardboard in the model for someone walking in the observation lounge as yeah. well. So when the he, ship's going yeah, forward, did you just see that? Yeah, brilliant. I always love that effect, seeing people walking around. Oh, that's it. so cool. The thing I'd like more in starships is that they just wouldn't go straight, that they could go up and down or... Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> you think in such three-dimensional terms. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw Hutch give Bevacus there. Oh, there's the data meme. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> so oh. I'm, I'm prepared to give data a pass because he's trying to learn how to do small talk and he's just mimicking. He's not mimicking to try to be, although it come, it's how we see it, he's not mimicking it for the sake of making fun of Hutch. Right. He's, he's actually just trying to learn, but everyone else is just a real bastard to Hutch. Yeah, Compared to insurrection. I think Data's still being a little creepy about it, just the way he's doing. He's hiding behind the walls. Who does he think he is? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know but how you what. hide oh. and seek, but I don't hide behind small poles. But yeah, okay, but you yeah, can. You want something that makes maybe your size or wider, perhaps? Yeah, that's a very thin pillar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fully convinced that Hutch would appreciate it. You know, if if, if Hutchinson found out what Data was doing and mm. why, he'd be delighted. Yeah, yeah. He'd, 
Let me give you some pointers, you'd say. I mean, Hutchinson likes everyone here, and he's so glad that they're showing up to his party. Uh, uh, what was her name, the, the, the person who, who sent you this tweet? Because she's completely right. Yeah. Oh, um, that, that was Melissa A. Nathan. Thank you, Melissa. Mm. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. It's so weak, so I'm just waiting for Data to go. Like, Sorry, go I do kind of feel like when Data goes off to the side and then gives his own rendition of Hutchinson off to the side, I feel like he's actually mocking the guy. Like, there's a lot of things about Data, and there have been a lot of things about Data over the past seven years, where it seems like if you look at it in a certain way, he could actually mm -hmm. know what he's doing. Like, he could be being annoying during those times on the bridge on purpose. This is Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. Where oh, did they get the, yeah, the Vegas glasses from as well? Like, I think I'm going to have those, a mimosa. <laughs> I think those glasses might be from a high school science classroom. <laughs> a beaker with a wine glass on it. I'd have that. <laughs> oh, I know you would. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Isaac. Carefully opens <laughs> bottle of martini. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. I do like that Star Trek talk about Celsius here, or or is that just my version of it? No, they oh, no, they do talk about Celsius. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I can oh. look this up now. Picacci said um, a saddle was a very personal thing. Are we taking mm. that as literal or as a euphemism? What is saddle you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Saddle and Picard get more hard points. <laughs> like Maybe he's... More like a leather saddle. Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe he's got a... <laughs> Maybe deep, deep down, Jean-Luc's got a penchant for <laughs> Captain Pike's quiff. Uh, don't we all? Uh, don't we all, as we all do. And by quiff, we mean... The fantastic do. <laughs> Pike's peak. I believe his hairstyle oh, And by people, you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least you guys never said to him face to face, I like your hair. Oh my God, look at this outfit. This is it's amazing. So look much velour. Fucking and stud, man. When, when he's back on screen, have not noticed how low cut his top is? He's showing a bit more than even McLean is. Oh, it's, it's deep oh, yeah. V all the way. That's he, what it is. He's, he's definitely meeting up with Vosh later. So da, this da, is da. look at the forest of chest hair he possesses as well. It's beautiful. Oh. I know. <laughs> Good use of forest. Admiral forest. You could you could literally ride a horse through it. It's that majestic. Look at it. Well, he's got the saddle. Because of how much I've seen Tim Russ in Voyager, I genuinely thought that he had um pointy ears. Hmm. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh here we go. Suvok, don't take that. Oh no. <laughs> Ooh, it is a bit of a mind blower. Number one, that I just learned that Captain Picard can do a I know! Yeah, right! And then secondly, that he did one on Tuvok. I think, though. But I think I think he learned it via the mind meld with Sarek. Sarek? Oh, yeah. And you know what? Nice one. That's what he learned about Michael also. <laughs> and the various other children that Sarek doesn't talk about. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Sarek is a Vulcan slut. That's all we're going to say. Really? Yes. Uh, the ones the that we dog. don't know about, though, they, they're still better than Spock in, in Sarek's eyes. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> he hates Spock. Isaac, I don't pay you to be a blasphemer. I pay you to be funny. Why not both? Hey, who was going to... You can't operate a transporter without, like, doing the two-finger, you know, the, the two-finger <laughs> stroke, right? Uh, otherwise, Miles wouldn't have a job. Oh, are you saying that the greatest Starfleet officer who ever lived was a yes. waste of time? Wow. But... He is. He's so annoying. His but, voice is, like, aggravated. Oh, that. my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is this Keiko O'Brien sat next to you, Isaac? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Some of us over here have Irish ancestry, so Jack, please be careful. Oh, no. Miles was a union man. <laughs> he was a union man, more than a hero.
when the um guards being hunted comes in from the wormhole like very early DSR. Tusk. He's just yeah. yeah, yeah. He's being his voice is like, no, stop the whole time. Almost, <laughs> all, all I will say is, all I will say is, Miles must have been kidnapped or held by Keiko in Picard season three because season three would have been done in three episodes because Miles O'Brien would have just gone, hey, look at you, you little feckin' chainlings, thump, and that'll be it done. Yeah, I I really thought he'd come back for episode ten. I thought I thought we were yes. going to see Miles. Yeah, Picard season three, the trek up north cut. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't there'd be so many gimmicks we'd get out of that okay now I'm curious whether he is indeed mocking him okay yeah. Yeah. Let's I mean between our collective he, knowledge he, he we make up the man on the colours he compliments the man on the colours in the room the colours in the room are beige and purple <laughs> But for the 90s, that was the most colourful you could ever be in interior design. <laughs> yeah. uh, and as okay. a person who is currently wearing a purple shirt, I do want to... <laughs> it's, it's an underappreciated colour. But at least you're not the Romulans who just wear curtains. It's fine. And Neelix. Ne yeah, we don't talk about Neelix. Yeah, he wears a couch. Um... <laughs> oh, and, uh, and, and Quark. I found a blog by a gentleman who uh, like purchased all of the Ferengi costumes that he was able to get, like built up a whole collection to the point where, where I think Star Trek 2009, the J.J. Abrams film was being promoted and they wanted to get a photo of uh, a Chris Pine with a Ferengi. They called up him because he still had them. And he's a person whose, whose stature is short enough that he can wear them. And it's a glorious collection of, of, of fantastic outfits. So colorful. They do have beautiful outfits, the Ferengi, I will say that. Mm -hmm. Although there are only male outfits, right? Uh, Ishka wears. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, I and think Ishka what... wears a male outfit. Males only have outfits, right? Yeah. Well, well. Right. Not now. Was the young woman who who pretended to be a man? Yeah. You know that uh, that yeah. Quark sort of fell in, in in bromance with. Yeah, she wore a male. Do clothing. Do you think yeah, uh, Picard? Do you think Picard should have been barefoot for this, just for the added yes. diehard reference? What and is that logo like on the thing? Yes. It looked like he just found a Zippo lighter as well. <laughs> yeah, with a cool sort of eagle tribal on it. Yeah. He, he should have answered Tuvok. I am Tuvok. He is Very just so deep. Like, even now, he's undercover for Starfleet Intelligence, and he's just mm -hmm. forgotten it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Section 31. Yeah, yeah, section thirty-one. The yeah. dude, the dude is always in character. Like you knock him out, he still won't talk. He's this is this is the thing. But this is the thing with most of the Voyager crew. They were all double agents. Because look at Paris and Lacano. Mm. That was oh, a yeah. name change. Yeah. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. Yeah. That was a name change. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. I love what they did with Voyager. Though. That was so yeah, good. that was excellent, mm. wasn't it? Oh, so good. Lower Decks is such a gift to just yes. fandom in yes. general and us in particular. I'm going to buy the, the Companion um, after Christmas because it just looks so good. Oh, is it out yet? Yeah, yeah, it's just come out, I believe. Oh, awesome. Is it a Companion like the TNG Companion was where it like talked about the sort of, yeah. of the show? And, oh, oh, we have... Cool. Well, it's, it's sort of like uh, a Cerritos Bible and here is engineering, here is the tricorders. Yeah. Here is Sa'ana being an absolute cat. But then apparently there's also like uh, a comment threads by some of the characters who sort of hijack the, the, the engineering manual. It sounds so good. <laughs> uh, call Tucker Tubes, damn it. <laughs> the Father's Day or Dad's birthday, I got him like a Lower Decks comic that he read yeah. when we went to Melbourne to see Paul McCartney. Yeah, that was, that was the Father's Day. Yeah, I've got a Lower Decks story in a graphic novel, which which is really cool. Oh, so cool. Good move, Jack. Yeah, yeah very good yeah. move. Yeah, Jack's got competition. I do have other kids, but he's always, he's always can play the favourite card with, with presents like that. Well, <laughs> Jack's my favourite... Jack Jack's my favorite brown, so just so you know. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't say much, but when he does, he hurts people bad. <laughs> Jack's the only one there who gets anything done. Mike, are you the Hans Gruber of this chat? 
Jack didn't even bother defending me, Mark. He's like, <laughs> you're absolutely spot on. Yeah. He doesn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> he understands. He gets it. He, Jack knows a baller when he meets one. It's just a couple of just a couple of bosses talking to each other. Oh my god, that's so hip! It makes me sick. Oh god. You're making me feel like an intern again. You just have this oh, energy no. about you, Mark. I'll go full street in Vegas. I'm like, yo, oh, Mark. I'm sorry, what is I up? forgot you were here. <gasps> oh, awesome! Oh, how awesome! Don't kill Hutch. Oh no, the Nakatomi Christmas party's ruined. Oh, it- Hatch is like that guy that goes, hey, I know how to solve things. I'll go in there and talk to them. Oh, yeah, Ellis. He's yeah. that guy. Yes, yeah. he is super high on cocaine. Mm. Well, he does drink. Well, okay, yeah. Hatch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. lives hey, on inside know? of data. Do we're, we in the Jeffrey, yeah. we're in the Jeffries tubes now, which is very much like McLean walking through the... The, the, um, the vent, yeah. yeah. Now I know what a replicated dinner feels like. <laughs> oh, we know oh, him. Full of meditation time. Oh, him. Yeah. Wait the the woman was she also the woman who played like the Irish woman with the with the, with the yes that Riker was super she was, was that her. I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm on. Where could a girl go to wash her feet? I know. Mm. I know. <laughs> like, dude, wherever it's the Enterprise. Polomini hated that. <laughs> it, was, it was very, you know, Irish, lady die die Irish stereotypes, yeah. you know, like, Peshog. <laughs> There's a lot of stereotypes in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, Irish no, people, it's Patricia it. Tolman. She's, uh, um. uh, 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 um, what's it called? Not Lita. Yeah, she was Lita from Babylon 5. So it's the telepath. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lisa oh, yeah. from DS9 now. I was about to say. Ah. <laughs> there haven't been that many crossovers between um, Babylon 5 and, and, and Star Trek, right? I think just like Worf's dad was also Susan Ivanova's uncle. Is can, Babylon can I... 5 the one with Walter Tony in it? Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I also say that Picard oh, immediately goes... The car is Admiral Pomelo. Oh, um, yes! Solid pull. Can, can I also say that Picard, like, when he's captured, goes to the immediately the only other bald crew member of the Enterprise mm-hmm. Day. He's like, my, my name is Malt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them go, but you don't have the credentials to be a barber. Credentials by you mean hair? Yes, yes. Yeah, well, he does still have a bit of hair at the back. Come on. Yeah. This is at the front party at the back, is Picard. Oh, look how well he's doing. Right, he's, he's sort of hugging himself. You can tell that he's a real <laughs> actor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's a proud Yorkshire man, is Patrick that Stewart. That he is. I, love how I remember when I... Sixth and, season, sixth and seventh season, they got a little, like... They wore out all of their makeup ideas, and they're like, "Hey, let's just put a saxophone on this guy's face." <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't let Michael Westmore hear you say that. Oh, no. oh yeah. And again, I, I, I feel you there, because like we just did a, a, a Farscape podcast, and like yeah. Dave Elsie and the and the Creature Workshop. This was around the same time, even. Ah, no, that was a bit later, but. Good oh, come on, guys. At least move the body and not put a Valua duvet on him. Come on. It's Hutch. you got to give it the Hutch Farscape treatment. was great because it always brought in all that puppetry. I love the puppetry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With the, uh, with the special effects. Absolutely all right, so amazing. I think this might be the scene that we have to look at to see if it's worth a more than point. Oh? They are very close. But, you know, Riker can get closer than that. It's Riker. Yeah, that's but true. In this situation, it's, it's as close as you can get in a attack. <laughs> While you're being attacked. I mean, there's a... There's a velour curtain right there. He can just rip it down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at the arms on Geordie, by the way. 
Johnny yeah. kind of yeah. looks like he's a cellular peptide cake right now. He's a, he's he's swole. <laughs> he is a cellular peptide cake right now. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people would like a slice of that cake. <laughs> oh, in, in spite of what Star Trek would have you. The thing is, Lavar could literally just lay there, go to sleep, and no one would ever know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Nah, it's too That's much of a professional for that. Yeah. It's a good paycheck. Sleep through it. I remember when the uh, Greatest Generation guys interviewed him uh, and they asked him about how Jordy was essentially unfuckable on the show, right? He he struck out with everything and he went, well, yeah, that was some bullshit. (laughs) He's correct. I like to think that maybe we only saw the ones that didn't land. That, you know, Jordy was out there getting it. You know, we just, it was between episodes, you know. Right, because that's why it affected him so much. He just really wasn't wasn't used to wait. Somebody took a pass on yeah. all of this. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, are you also blind? <laughs> I mean, the dude restored a Galaxy Class ship in his garage. I would have I'm him. I'm Erica LaRose, and this uh, is Unplanned Trek. Speculations on who his wife might be? Yeah, I was going to say, because they have, like, beautiful children. Yeah, they don't they? That is a that is a good looking family. Yeah. Ooh, it's that random infant from season five. Oh, is it? Is that what you believe? Is it? I believe it's the random infant from season five. The the uh uh. She spills uh, stuff over Picard. No, not Sonia Gomez. No, that's no. Gomez. Yeah. Uh, the one who up on the bridge. Uh. There were two girls who rotated at Crusher's station. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I know what you mean. One was yeah. Roe and one was this, uh, like... Oh, Rager. You uh, talking about Serial yeah. Rager? Was she the astronaut? No, that's Mason <laughs> Mason who was in the transporter room. Oh, yes. Thank you. Serial Rager was very often in the front. Her and Sabrina LeBeau from the Cosby show. Oh, uh, Rager was there in Clues, for example. With the everybody got knocked out and Data was lying. Yeah. Yeah, she's I'm really sorry, I'm sorry, we're, now. We're, we're falling into the silence because we, we're all getting a free podcast from you right now. We're going like, oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. No, it's an interactive kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just in awe of Picard's maneuverability for his age to, like... My knees are, uh, are absolutely screwed at 36 years old, and this dude is just leaping through these Jeffries tubes. Oh, yeah. How old is Picard in this season? 60-odd. Uh, oh, I don't know if he's that old. I don't think he's old as he's old. old 23 or 9 he was born. What oh, wow. Is it 23 or 9? Oh. Let me hold Fact talking... check with trekking up north. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Buddy. Well, he was Maybe in his fifties at the start, and this was like season yeah, six. So yeah, thirteenth of July, thirteenth of July, twenty-three or five. No, Patrick Stewart is ten years. Patrick Stewart is ten years younger than what Jean-Luc Picard go. is. So twenty-three or five, he was born. So this was season six. So this was twenty-three sixty-eight. So yeah, he's in his sixties. Sixty-three, yeah, yeah. Well, how old? He'd be old in Picard then. Well, well, he's he's a god. He was ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did die and then became alive. For, well, yeah, for uh, some reason he died. Into the in Encounter at Farpoint, like we see uh, uh, McCoy, we see Bones, and he's like one hundred and thirty, mm-hmm. which is apparently yeah. like one hundred and thirty is too pretty old, but not like crazy old in the twenty fourth century. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but that's the happiest Bones was ever in his lifetime when he was in his own. <laughs> in between TNG and Picard, there's like Voyager, mm-hmm. DS9, mm-hmm. Lower Decks, yep. and then that's it. Maybe Prodigy. I'm not sure. Prodigy. Prodigy is five years after Nemesis. Right. Well, they don't know. Does that, that. Does that mean Shinjong can turn up like he does in our episodes? No, oh, I have Shinjong. And it's just 30 <laughs> minutes of late night Shinjong. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like One Piece, where it's like 10, 10 minutes worth of content and then like 20 minutes worth of exposition. That's, yeah. yeah. Late night. Yeah. With shoes like on. The American versions Late of Gordon Ramsay cooking shows. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, his sh I want that blouse, guys. It's a beautiful blouse. Is this it's shiny. Yeah, that's... Um, I'm Jean-Luc Picard in my riding gloves and silk shirt. So he's got velour pants, a silk shirt, and riding boots. How is this not the sexiest he has ever been? I'm sorry. I'm to be has anyone like... ever before or since seen Wolf with a crossbow? <laughs> can't be. No, That's can't such be. a good point. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Yeah, and it's got like that sculpture of like two yeah. warriors. They're doing leapfrog. They they appear to be oh, very good friends. Like what? Caleb what sort Mordor. of? <laughs> but what sort of permission does Worf have, uh, Captain? I would like a crossbow, an AK forty-seven, <laughs> a few grenades. What, what for? Just just to display. They're not low. It's not we. Who is going to be on the ship? The security chief. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, it's got orange bits. It's peace bonded. I, Come on. The bit that I find implausible about this scene is if you were breaking into Worf's room, you, the first thing you wouldn't be doing is looking for weapons. I'd be going to his top drawer on his bedside table. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Aren't you curious no. to be there? No, no. I know. That's it. Straight yeah. no. the bottom. Straight the bottom. Yeah. Wow. Well, that'd be cool. That's, that's the point I was making. No, that's where you find the deadliest stuff. True, the secret stuff. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think. And he's. What makes it worse? He's got two. Exactly. Yeah, for the day. One. <laughs> Michael, like you're actually blushing more than the actual child who's on this call. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing though is Goodwill does have a top drawer in shot on his um his <laughs> <That's Tokyo. good. laughs> Do you want to see what's in it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. God, there are children on this call. <laughs> oh, oh no, it's so much cooler. You got a Niner shirt. Death to the opposition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this shot. Oh, the. Oh, that's a good shot. That is the same. <laughs> Disco. Disco. You can buy, you can buy the Retos one as well. So the one that they wear. I, I wanted good. one for. When I went to Paramount Studios, I was like, I'm going to save up all my money and buy all the Star Trek stuff. And there was zero Star Trek merchandise at Paramount Studios. Wow. wow. What a betrayal. Did you just think that stuff from Mark's house? You are. <laughs> You just grabbed those shirts from Mark's house. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> My you attorney has advised you stole me. So much from me. <laughs> Here is the studio. Where's my mic's gone? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you this got a lot of a lot of young people in the nineties into chemistry. Mm, yes. You know, I haven't really been paying attention, but this is actually kind of dope. Um, the it podcast really? or the episode we're watching. They're going to be a lot more specific. Hang on. The crossbow's got Klingon symbols on it. Yeah, it's a oh. Klingon crossbow, clearly. It's the crossbow wow. we always see Worf with. A Klingon crossbow <laughs> would have two. <laughs> is this like the, oh, very the, the crappy... Is this the crappy Star Trek toy from the 60s that just had Spock with a siren <laughs> yeah. on top? It's, it's a crossbow <laughs> that says Worf on it. <laughs> <laughs> How so many aliens have human culture? Yeah. Like a random yeah. planet. How many light years away is um, Kronos? I don't know, but they wouldn't have. You've clearly not seen the, the you've clearly not seen the next generation episode where they just have a wild goose chase and basically okay. said that all life stemmed yeah. from one thing and then just never talked about it again. Never again. They, Never Same again. The preservers and uh, like, what else do we have? Oh, we look like the Dominion. You're completely yeah. right. Yeah. I really, yeah. I really wanted that to be a good episode, uh, and it, it could have been probably if they had it's made it a two-parter. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, challenge accepted. Sadly, guys. it was dumb. Now, hold on. The joy of Trek will will take up this challenge eventually, and we'll 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 try and find something glorious about it. <laughs> there is a silver lining to everything except Court of Honor. Yeah, yeah, very good point. Yeah, yeah. actual statement. I'm waiting for those yeah. creatures that Ramek was the queen bee for that you know come in the net to to come back. Surely they'll they'll repay that. Storyline at one point. Remember Ramek? Ramek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the guys. Uh, I, there was a whole book that featured them where they ended up. They were like cousins of the Trill, only they had sort of yeah. developed differently. Right. Wait, what's I never this now? saw a link to them in the trail, but I can see that now. Um, Remick was the guy that was, it might have even been season Contagion. one in Conspiracy, I think, wasn't it, Jack? Conspiracy. Yeah. yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Can I just say how crap these soldiers are, or oh. terrorists, or whatever, where they can just let Riker walk like 30 centimeters from their face to talk to them, and they're the ones with the guns? And they're allowed to eat and drink and like heal their Yeah. Food. Yeah. And well, then he goes down in one punch. A hutch party would be well stocked, though, so there was always going to be good oh, food. Yeah. But I like the fact that, you know, uh, Riker just knocked one of them out and the other one decided to retaliate by trying to hit him with his gun. You've got a gun. <laughs> You've got an no actual you gun, can, mate. You can solve this a lot quicker. Yeah, and you can intimidate the rest of the... Like, you're, you're prepared to shoot... He has an awful lot of nostrils, this dude. I feel like... <laughs> Imagine him having a cold... Yeah, oh no, not the wolf ball. I feel like they were gonna have him uh shoot, but um they've already spent too much money to get the crossbow and uh, yeah. <laughs> so. the saddle would have cost a bit. True. Yeah, it's a very personal thing. Also, he, he fired the crossbow <laughs> sideways. Like that was very gangster of Jean Luc to do. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't turn out so well. Hey, this enterprise looks absolutely fantastic with the lights down low it does doesn't it yeah i, I can see I, why yeah. uh captain liam shaw kind of falls like he must have seen this on the, on yeah. the, the starfleet record oh production there's always so much depth to the bridge of the enterprise d when the when it's at red alert and when the lights are turned down low like mood yeah. lighting it looks so much better But you can really tell this is the four by three era of television, right? The the the, the, yeah. the proportions of the uh, the Enterprise D are designed to fill a nearly square uh, uh, area of screen. Yeah, but that that's what they said because they they could have they could have widescreened the 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 Blu-ray HD remasters, but they said you would just see step ladders and random grips and wires and lights and everything at the side. Yeah, yeah. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is unplanned. Trip. Although you can see the cardboard cutout of the Jeffrey's tube distance right at the back. So would that mean when they did the movies they'd have to like make all the sets like way bigger? Yeah. I mean I think they did, right? In in, in generations the uh, uh, the corridors are wider because yeah, you're dealing with a, a, a wide screen, you want to fill more space. Sixteen by nine format, yeah. And then for when they did the Enterprise D for Picard, obviously, they had to make it slightly bigger to accommodate mm. aspect ratios. This is this a, does this pass the Bechdel test? Did, did we just have two women who were, who were named in this scene, like, talking mm. to each other about... Oh, no, they were talking about Picard, weren't they? Correct. <laughs> Really, Riker, you've just got a busted lip, man up. But, he, but he's also now got attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yintaru. <laughs> At this point, I think I'll shoot them after assaulting one of the terrorists. Yeah, if you're a terrorist. Or if you're yeah, a if I was a terrorist. Yeah. Jack's always starting sentences like, if I was a terrorist, I'd not <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, if they if they were German terrorists relate. from the eighties, it would be infinitely better as well because they would have longer hair and. Mm, mm, that's true. When we watched Die Hard this year, we decided that we were going to go for the Germans. Yeah, we were watching it from the Germans' perspective this year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't win, but we'll, we'll try again next year. Yeah, who knows what can happen in twelve months, right? <laughs> I mean, oh. I'm, when the FBI turned up in Die Hard, I'm just like, I'll oh, just shoot them. Just yeah. have done with it. 
Johnson and Johnson, no relation. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, I, I really like that joke. <laughs> and then later, it's Johnson and Johnson, the other one. <laughs> I've, I've met a bunch of those guys, and I I thought that was great. <laughs> I am one. Like at, at work, I have a I have a, a direct colleague that I work with, same surname. In fact, he has the same name as one of my brothers, which is a a tricky thing when I get a text from one of my brothers, and I think, wow, my colleague at work has suddenly gone really intimate. And <laughs> See, I, I have I have a Stephen issue where my work has seven hundred and forty eight Stevens out of a staff compliment of 749 and it's just like when someone phones up i'm like i want to speak to steve and i'm like i'm gonna get a rock and wh whoever it hits you're gonna to speak to them yeah it's coming to 10 forward jean-luc um mark was saying earlier in the week that he was at the convenience store that's in diehard where the um with the when the police officer first gets the call to say can you check out yeah. the tower how many twinkies did you buy mark Bearing in mind, the right answer is not enough. Not enough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nice to put the science. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, have Starfleet emblems on the glass walls. Only like they're meant to be seen from the outside. Hmm. They're the wrong way around from the inside. Yeah, they they could have frosted both. But, mm. Time to break out the brooms. We're about to be very on swept. Like which mine is it? Is it like mine or mine? It's a good question. Does anyone mind the title of this episode? Jack asking the important questions. Is it like enemy mine? Yeah. Or mine is in like broom? Yeah. Boom, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> That's really interesting. Well, I, I would have called it um, Star Somehow. Trek The Next Generation with a Vengeance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trek hard. Pick harder, yeah. Oh, yeah, pick hard. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, pike harder. <laughs> pike hard, pike harder. We need a... A strange new worlds, like shot for shot yeah. remake of this episode with Pike. That's oh. what I was trying to say when I was talking about fake phases. Like, I feel like an episode like this could have worked better with the technology we have now. The way yeah. phases just. Are you sure? Because that Baryon sweep, that, that looks like a Baryon sweep. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what a Baryon sweep looks like? Like that. So the bury on sweep, right? Let, let, let me just... my, bear, my car got a bury on sweep last week, so that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like in Australia. So it essentially it cleans and decontaminates the ship and, and gets rid of all organic matter. Yeah. Right. The ship's got plants. Yeah. It's got an entire arboretum. What oh. happened? Yeah, exactly. What yeah. happens? What happens the to the arboretum? What happens to the plants? What, huh. what do you think Keiko's doing when she's not, <laughs> under, you know, on in, in frame? She's actually doing viciously, viciously beating Miles O'Brien with some sort of blunt instrument. <laughs> what? <laughs> so is what we just, just saw. We saw we did see Starship blowing up, so it could be. Starship mine. Ding! Oh, the, the cleanest oh. starship now. Should, you know, they should have had a little twinkle on the hull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've just and worked we've out why. We've Simonized! <laughs> this episode wouldn't have worked on Enterprise because Flox would have needed like 118 shuttles to get all these animals out of the sick bay. Or else they would have oh, been yeah. very swept. No, I, I disagree. I think it would have worked because, again, we could have seen Connor Trinia running around in his underwear. Mm, again. 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 Sorry, yeah. what was that? I was watching the Star Trek episode, but I just heard Connor Trinidad in his underwear. <laughs> Sorry, I'm transfixed. Am I watching the wrong thing? I am. I am a. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the frosted self... tips, guys. Goodwill, did you just self-edit then? I think I saw it happening live. Yeah, I got rather warm <laughs> for a minute there. Sorry, I'm back now. <clears throat> There's no way Isaac would have edited that. What a glorious six-foot model. 
I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned yeah. interruption. And well, off into God, the sunset. Is Starship Mine. We have rescued the Enterprise. We have been Baryon swept. Um, mm. <laughs> thank you very much for being on this journey with us today. Before we do wrap it up, I'd like um, if we could all have a chance of just introducing each other's pods and um, where people could find us um, if they've enjoyed what they've listened to today. So we might start with Kaki, who was first on the line today. Oh, awesome. Um, well, we've, we're here with Mr. Uh, Goodwill from the uh, Trekking Up North uh, podcast, which um, curiously has a visual component. I was quite shocked to find out. Like, I didn't know the podcast was supposed to do that. So uh, uh, very impressed with that. Um, and, um, well, I hope somebody else can introduce the others because, like, I'm, I'm honestly, oh, no, people are leaving the screen. I'm just going to, I don't oh. even know how to do... I'm, I'm trying to do Dan's vamping song from the It's Got Star Trek podcast that I've been binging instead of listening to all the other podcasts. I'm, I'm really just someone rescue me. Please. I'm just, I'm just an intern. I'm new. You've got to save me. I'm, I'm I Captain think, Goodwill. <laughs> I'm I, Captain I think Goodwill. I might have introduced it badly. I mean, when I said introduce each other's podcast, I mean introduce your own rather than having to introduce what someone else is doing on this oh, chat. Oh, fuck, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, then, hi, hi. Uh, Take I'm two. I'm uh, and together with my, uh, uh, my co-host, Kay, and our hardworking chief engineer, Greg, uh, we do The Joy of Trek, uh, and it's uh, it's a it's a fairly new podcast. We're just the uh, the the sort of cadets on the scene, um, where we find lesser loved episodes of of Star Trek that people have uh, recommended to us um, from their like their personal perspectives and and, and, and um, uh, life experiences, and we try to find what's really excellent about them because nobody ever sat down to write a bad episode of Star Trek, and every episode is someone's favorite, and it might as well be us. Fantastic. I am, I do have code of honour in the back of my brain to think, does anyone, would anyone have that as their favourite? We have a, you make a very good, we have a little list of ones that we probably won't choose to do ourselves, yeah. but if somebody sends us a recommendation and they, and they have a, a like a, a, some perspective that we perhaps here right now can't immediately imagine, mm. uh, I, I'd be very interested to hear about that. Yeah, I do like the philosophy that every episode is someone's favourite. I think I think we could all be a little bit more nicer about episodes with that in mind. That you know, yeah, what well. what what you're potentially criticising is someone's you know, hey Jude, well let it be. Yeah, and critique is valid, right? I mean, exactly. a lot of Star Trek is, let's be fair, heinous. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, um, Mark, if you're still on the line, do you want to do an intro of what you and the team do when you're not? Do you an know, intro yeah, of what? What? What do, do you, you do? Shuttlepod show. Oh, uh, I'm Mark Cartier. I produce something called the Shuttlepod show, which is a Star Trek talk show. Uh, and uh, we are that's launching. That's not how you say it. Uh, we're launching a quiz show. It. What? That's not how it's pronounced. I like. I've listened to the show. I know it's pronounced. Differently. We gotta watch the gift card for that. I'm sorry, I can't hear anything you're saying. I'm in a fucking line at a grocery store. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke about so I was trying Fine, to guys. You do this. Did he leave? Maybe he left. Uh, we, uh, All right, what is going on? Oh, look, just um, getting, giving everyone a chance to um, talk about their podcast. and um, I'll, I'll go. I will go. I might go. Okay. I am... Why am I speaking like this? I'm Captain Goodwill. I am Michael Goodwill. I am uh, one of the hosts of Trekking Up North, um, which was heavily plagiarised uh, from the concept of the Shuttlepod show because... I saw the Shuttlepod show, I was a huge fan, and I'm like, I want to do this. Um, so <laughs> we only started, and it's crazy, we only started in February reviewing Picard Season 3. We reviewed all the new Star Treks this year. Um, we, uh, with my co-host, um, Graham, 
who is a Geesian from the planet Honk, as he <laughs> calls it. Um, we we review all of Star Trek. We've we've done the latest episodes, like we say, and we have a double wheel of episodes where we will spin the wheel. When it lands, we go double, and whatever it lands on, we review. Luckily, we have not had Code of Honor yet. However, he has threatened on multiple occasions to program the wheel with only Code of Honor, to which there is not enough alcohol in the world for me to get through. Um, I will have so much fun doing this live uh, show of mine. I get drunk. We have such a laugh. We basically go very unhinged. Like We reviewed the menagerie and basically accused Spock of kidnapping a disabled person for his own benefits and locking him in the broom cupboard. Wow. Um, which is I mean, oddly, oddly the truth in, in the menagerie. Um, but we... We absolutely love doing what we do. We have met some wonderful people. Um, it's been an honor to meet Mark and have a drink with him. And I think he realized just how batshit crazy I was. And yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's what I like. That's what I like about you. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's. Uh, it's been an absolute honor to get to know everyone, get to know Isaac and Andrew from Unplanned Trek, uh, despite the, the song Blame Daniels being living in my head rent-free for God knows how long. Blame Daniels, Blame Daniels, Blame Daniels, Blame Daniels, Blame Daniels. But yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> I I, Jack, really I don't know how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> we are on a little break uh, for Christmas and, and and other things, but we will be back in January to review all the Star Trek episodes and movies in existence, starting in January with the motion picture. Uh, there are 17 different versions of the motion picture, I believe. So yeah. God knows which one we're going to review, but it's going to be so much fun. Um, and next year I'm in Vegas. So if any of you guys are at Star Trek or Tre Trek Las Vegas, is it called now, or SDLV, if you are there, come and say hello. I will be very uncomfortable, but then once I get to know you and know you're not a threat, I will be like, hi, I'm your best friend. <laughs> Got it. You'll be more uncomfortable with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrific. Thank you. And we've got two Jacks now up here. You could say we'll start with um, Jack in the States. Oh, Jack in the States is me. Um, so uh, I have a, we have a podcast, my, my buddy Earl Gray and I. Uh, my name is David, but I play Jack Dorino for our podcast. And uh, well, we are an episodic it. review. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, we are an episodic review of today's best visions of the future, Starting in 2017, we had some gap times, though, so sometimes we have to go back. We are just finishing up the Discovery Season 4, although we've already done all of Strange New Worlds and Prodigy, and we're continuing to do things as they're released. We have a special episode that's actually dropping, or I guess I should say has dropped on Christmas that I hope everyone can check out. Uh, it's a very, very, very special episode that I'm very proud of. Uh, and then we'll be moving on to Picard until uh, Prodigy and uh, Discovery Season 5 come out. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing the Christmas episode. Maybe a newbie question. Did you mention the mm. name of your podcast? Oh, that's a good point. It is called Let's Talk About Tracks. Okay, good. Okay, timing that right now. Thank you. What a fantastic name. I know. Hey. I've got Jack next to me here in at Unplanned Trek Towers. Do you want to talk about the podcast that you do? Yes, yeah, so we do it together. Mm. Um, we review Trek episodes in two minutes, and that's literally it. We just have to talk about it as quickly as possible, try and get everything we want to say out and not be not 
sometimes we do run out of things to say, which is which is funny. Uh, <laughs> Jack, when you reviewed Threshold, did, was it just two minutes of screaming? Threshold's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, hey, <laughs> hang on. Threshold was so on, like was... our second or third episode. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> ah! Salamanders. Ah! <laughs> that was weird me first watching it because Voyager was the first series I watched. So that wasn't, it wasn't the best episode I've ever watched of Voyager. Um, hey, Threshold, Hedge, it... love what you love, Jack. It's awesome. All Trek is good Trek. In consideration on my list of Fifty Shades of Trek. I'm just I, would put it, I would put it on there. <gasps> yeah. Fifty Shades of Trek. Yeah. It's pretty sexy. It's very sexy. Yes. Um, yes. So I think yeah, that I'm, I'm pretty excited, room, excited about this. Yeah, everyone in the room's had a chance, I think, to say hello. So I really appreciate that. Um, as, as I just said, we're on Unplanned Trek. We've just started the Fifty Shades of Trek project with Counterpoint. We recorded last week. Um, and we'll be doing another one, I reckon, next week as well, which I can reveal is an Enterprise episode. But I'm not saying yet which one. And they're all pretty sexy because they've, they've got that gel they put on for some reason. Yeah, it's a sexy <laughs> show, isn't it? <laughs> but, yeah, thank you guys so much for jumping on today. I'm going to try to do a quick edit of this and put the, at least the audio version out, hopefully before Christmas. And I mean your time, not mine. It's nearly Christmas here now. It's Christmas and like. <laughs> Less than 12 hours. It's like Die Hard. Right. I've only got a few minutes to get it all right. <laughs> be, yeah. be sure to put a pack of cigarettes and a, and a lighter in the, the ventilation system for, for John McLean. I was going to put you meant for Jack. <laughs> oh, well, I mean. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Passes 18, right? ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank, thank you guys so much for joining. This was a lot of fun. Um, Hopefully we could do something like this again soon. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you for the invitation. Thank and thank you, everyone. It's so great to meet you all. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for jumping on. Have a great Christmas, guys. Yeah. Merry Peace Christmas. Peace and life. Peace and life. Bye. Wow, guys. I had no idea that you'd be able to do an episode on TNG's Starship Mine. So well, I just figured you'd fuck it up. Uh, and, and Isaac, your take on... Idea of a live rewatch Was amazing. Uh, and Andrew, oh my God, when you talked about... Nothing at all. I, uh, it's just like, we're riding a money train. A money train all the way to the money bank. The Hollywood money bank, which is where I transact because I'm a Hollywood jagoff. I'm very excited about this, guys. I'm very excited. So keep the jokes coming. Uh, keep the content rolling. Uh, watch out on your uh, uh, social media for the next unplanned Trek challenge from me, Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Get back to work. <laughs> I knew I'd bet on the right horse. It's just not what you'd expect. That's unplanned trick. Hello, and thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. Unplanned Trek is part of the Trek and Trekkers Network of Podcasts. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. And is executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier of the Shuttle Pod Show. If you like what you hear, make sure you get notifications from your favourite podcast provider to make sure you know when we next release a pod. This is Bruce Horak and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. This is also where you can find our Patreon page where, amongst other things, you can hear our exclusive podcast on Star Trek V, which we're reviewing one minute at a time. socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com
we're thankful to all our listeners, including you. Special thanks to Mark Cartier and the entire Shuttlepod Show team, David Joseph Moody from Let's Talk About Treks, Haunted John, Lee Nickel, and Thomas Norris. Unplanned Trek! Live long and prosper. Unplanned Trek! Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Unplanned!